the KDLM Sports Wrap. Joined on the phone this morning from Lincoln, Nebraska, it's the reigning Big Ten Women's Golf Champion, Kate Smith. When all those amateur opportunities are done, I, I plan to turn pro and maybe play in a few events and then go to Q School in the fall, which is how you'd earn your tour card. Weekdays at 9.30 and on demand at KDLMRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty, Katie Lamb, the station you can count on. This is the Katie Lamb Sports Wrap at a Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Nine to ten cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. My name's Zeke, and for the next half hour, we're going to recap yesterday in sports and then preview the future of Laker football. Very special guest, second half of the wrap today, the new head coach of the Detroit Lakes Laker football team, Coach Reed Hepta, going to join us on the program right around 9.45 today. Reed was named the head coach of the Lakers pending board approval last week. Taking over for Josh Omang, who's transitioning to a different role as the uh, the high school principal, which you go from coaching a football team of 100 guys to being in charge of an entire high school, 800, 900 students, faculty, staff, if anybody's up for that challenge, it's definitely Josh Oming. We'll talk to head coach Reed Hefta, second half of the sports chat. But first, got to recap some crazy stuff happening with the Minnesota Wild. They should not have won the game last night against the number one seed in the West, but they did. The Minnesota Twins hold on against Texas in the ninth. They, uh, they've they won three of their last four games. Now they'll play Texas again tonight at 640. A pretty huge award for a Minnesota Twin, an award this organization has not seen in 11 years. And we'll take a look at the uh, the the Gopher men's basketball transfer situation because now they have an even 10 guys in the transfer portal with this key role player from last year saying that he is going to explore other options. Let's rewind the last 24 hours in sports starting with those, uh, well, let's start with the Wild today. They, they've earned the number one spot on the Rewind. Rewind time. Rewind. Rewind. Two late goals in 26 seconds last night as the Wild stun the Vegas Golden Knights. The Wild win 6-5. to five. Late goals from Kaprizov and Jonas Brodin completed a stunning turnaround in front of that COVID-restricted crowd at XL Energy Center. And man... What I wouldn't give to be one of those 3,000 people at the X who got to see this win last night. Wild rough start in the first period. 
that included a, a, a combined five goals for both teams. Joel Eriksson X started the scoring. Wild led one to nothing. It was Eriksson X's 18th goal of the season. But Shea Theodore and Alec Martinez each scored goals to give Vegas a two to one lead. But the Wild and Nick Bonino answered. Long shot, Dumba. That was knocked down in front. Rebounded, knocked in. And the Wild have tied the game 2 2. Courtesy of Nick Benino's eighth goal of the season, but Alex Tuck, uh, former Wild, scored his 18th goal of the season to give the Vegas Knights a 3-2 lead going into intermission. And anytime you have a five-goal first period uh, combined, buckle up because the game is going to get good. The second period featured more action. Mark Stone scored his 20 se- 21st goal of the season for Vegas, put the Golden Knights up 4-2, to uh, but... It was Benino once again. Karam comes back to the right point. This is Jared Spurgeon. Spurgeon whipping it off here to Kaprizov. Kaprizov coming out from back behind the net. Back for Spurgeon. A shot. He scores. Spurgeon on the power play. Well, right back at it. It's 4-3. Credit the goal to Nick Benino right there. Vegas regained that two-goal advantage. They're up 5-2. to two. This time up in the wild battle back, it was Kevin Fiala with his 20th. And at the other end, here comes Victor Rath. Rath cuts in, drops for Benino. Benino trying to feed it back in front. Down was Leonard. Backhanded shot by, by Fiala. He scores. Fiala scores. Big save. Helmet on uh, Tuck at one end. Fiala scores at the other. And the Wild are within a goal with 9-11 to play. 9-11 left to play. 5-4 Vegas advantage with a minute and 32 seconds left. Guess who hadn't had his name called all night. It's frontrunner for the Calder Cup, number 97, Kirill Kaprizov. Back to play, it goes White Cloud off now for McNabb. McNabb lost it to Fiala. Fiala with a shot to rebound and score! They do it again! Fiala was stopped on the rebound, but Kaprizov put it in. Kaprizov with a goal with a minute and 32 seconds to play. We're tied 5-5. 26 seconds later, Magic. Greenway in deep. Wild trying to win this one in regulation now. They'll get it over here. Felino. Felino back. A bomb here by Brodeen. He scores! Brodeen from the left point. Tipped out in front. And with a minute and six to play. The Wild have grabbed the lead. Six to five. Goosebumps on the call. Goosebumps. Wild win a miraculous game against the Vegas Golden Knights. Final score last night, 6-5. to five. The win gives the Wild 70 points in the standings. Still two points behind the Colorado Avalanche. They win their third straight game. They beat the San Jose Sharks in overtime last night. Here is what the standings looked like atop the Honda West. And things are jumbled. Could still go anyway. Vegas, they have 74 points for the number one seed. Two points behind them with 72 points. The Colorado Avalanche. And two points behind Colorado is the Wild with 70 points. And then way down, further down, it's, it's the St. Louis Blues with 55. They're, they're pretty much locked into that four-seed bar in some kind of epic collapse these last handful of games. They have a five-point lead over Arizona for that fourth playoff spot. But buckle up. Vegas and Minnesota back in action again tomorrow night. You can hear that game right here on KDLM. Lefty to righty, runner stays, and the pitch, a line drive, left center field, Dahl to his left, and he won't get it, can't cut it off. It skips by him and finds the wall. Kirilov around third, he will head home, he will score, no throw, Polanco RBI double. 6-3 Twins. And the Twins needed that one. Final score last night, 6-5 over the Texas Rangers. Kent Maeda had his best start of the season Eight strikeouts in a win for the Twins last night. Heard the Jorge Polanco eighth inning RBI double right there. 
as the Twins opened their four-game series against the Rangers with a win, 6-5 to five last night. Twins got on the board sack fly from Polanco in the second before Josh Donaldson hit an RBI double in the third. Twins led 2 to nothing, added three more runs in the top of the six, Kirilov, Polanco, and Kepler, all with RBIs in the sixth inning. Twins led 5 to nothing. Maeda, 5.2 innings, struck out eight. Twins uh, turned to their bullpen, which uh, this season has not been Great. Adolis Garcia, two-run home run. Charlie Culbertson, RBI ground out to get the Rangers 5-3 to three in the eighth inning. Joey Gallo, home run off Taylor Rogers to close the gap to one run. But the Twins hold on, pick up their fourth win in their last five games. They're now 11-16. and 16. We'll play the second game of the series against the Rangers tonight at Target Field. 6 o'clock pregame show, 6.40 first pitch, Twins versus Rangers Tonight, one more Twins note to get to. Byron Buxton had an unbelievable April, and now it's paying off for him. He has been named the American League Player of the Month for April, barely edging out Mike Trout for the award. Buxton in April hit 426, which ranked first in the American League, had an 897 slugging percentage, which ranked first in the American League, had a 1.363 OPS, which ranked first in the American League. Was tied for second with eight home runs. Tied for second with 16 extra base hits. And tied for third with 61 total bases. The batting average, slugging percentage, and OPS. Twins team records for the month of April. The first time a Minnesota Twin has won an American League Player of the Month since Delman Young. In 2010, yeah, it was a uh, it was a rough decade for the Minnesota Twins. A couple more notes to get here before we get to head coach of the Laker football team, Reed Hefta, in his first radio interview with KDLM. Uh, some Vikings news here: the Vikings have declined the fifth year option on cornerback Mike Hughes's contract, which will make him a free agent after the upcoming season. Hughes was the 30th overall pick in the 2018 NFL Draft but has been plagued by, by injuries, torn ACLs and, and, and back injuries, uh, missing a lot of games in his first three seasons. And he's going to have some competition in the secondary this summer. Uh, Pro Bowler Patrick Peterson is on the team, and uh, the Vikings re-signed Mackenzie Alexander after one year with the Cincinnati Bengals. So Mike Hughes is going to have some competition to stay on the field this year. Minnesota Golden Goal for men's basketball team. They've had another player enter the transfer the transfer portal, which makes an even 10 guys. Forward Brandon Johnson, who showed some some uh, he had that the game where he had like eight three-pointers. I forget who it was against, but Brandon Johnson, a key role player in last year's team. He has one year of eligibility left, and uh, he's not going to use it in Minnesota. He's he has entered the transfer portal. Uh, played one season as a gopher, averaged nine points, six rebounds in 25 minutes a game, and uh, kind of the, the glue guy for for this team. Uh, great role wherever he's going to end up. And with Brandon Johnson leaving, potentially, that makes an even 10 in the transfer portal. And so this is what the, the Gophers are going to look like. As of right now, only two players from last year's team are coming back. Booth Gotch and Isaiah Einan. That's just it. Guys that are transferring in. Going to be an entirely new team, pretty much. Jamison Battle, Luke Lowe, EJ Stevens, Sean Sutherland, Parker Fox, Peyton Willis. And you've got one guy from the 2021 high school draft class, Trayton Thompson, coming in 
as well for new head coach of the Gophers, Ben Johnson. Good news for uh, for the Laker football team. They don't have to worry about players transferring out uh, during a head coach change. We're going to have head coach of the Laker football team, Reed Hefta, was announced last week that Hefta was taking over for Josh Omang, who was transitioning from uh, the high school head football coach into uh, a, a role where he's going to impact a lot more students, the role of high school principal at DLHS. We're going to talk to head coach of the Laker football team, Reed Hefta, coming up in the second half of the Sports Wrap here on KDLM. I'm Steve Weissman with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Monday was the deadline for teams to pick up the fifth-year option on their 2018 first-round picks, and the Bills made sure to lock up two key pieces of their team for at least one extra year. Buffalo picked up the options on quarterback Josh Allen and linebacker Tremaine Edmonds Monday. Both players were pro bowlers in 2020. Meantime, the Cowboys declined the fifth-year option on Leighton Vander Esch. But NFL Network's Jane Slater reports the team would like to sign the linebacker to a new long-term deal. In New England, the Patriots are picking up the fifth year on offensive lineman Isaiah Wynn, but decline the option on running back Sony Michelle, meaning he will be a free agent after this season. And the Panthers may bring back a familiar face. The team asked permission to interview Bills exec and former Carolina All-Pro linebacker Dan Morgan for their assistant GM position. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. And now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 529. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. DQ presents... Picture this. Picture the new DQ Summer Blizzard treat menu with iconic flavors that taste like instant summer. You order the one and only drumstick blizzard with peanuts. Oh, wow. Crunchy waffle cone pieces, world-famous DQ soft serve, and blue sky bliss. Or maybe you get the brownie batter blizzard. Ooh-wee. Fudgy brownie goodness. You're feeling breezy and dreamy all over. Moments like these are why the new DQ Summer Blizzard treat menu exists. Get it delivered at DQ.com. DQ. Happy tastes good. Helping youth feel empowered to reach their full potential is what Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen and his wife Caitlin have been accomplishing with their nonprofit, the Thielen Foundation. Since 2018, their mission to serve, educate, and inspire those in need has helped provide scholarships and resources to local organizations and athletic programs in the Twin Cities. For more information on the Thielen Foundation and how you can help support it, head to ThielenFoundation.org. Anglers, set your hooks. J&K Marine, CI Sport, Brushmark Signs, and Leighton Broadcasting bring you the 16th Annual Real Country Classic two-day fishing tournament, May 21st and 22nd on Otter Tail Lake. First place payout of $3,000 per day. Additional cash payouts for top teams. Biggest northern and walleye contest, plus an additional two-day grand champion prize. Visit realcountry102.com for details and register. The 16th Annual Real Country Classic, May 21st and 22nd. Brought to you by Advanced Docks and Lifts and Leighton Broadcasting. It's time once again for a Twins Minute. I'm Chris Atterbury. The Twins defeated Texas yesterday 6-5 at Target Field to make it 4-5 out of five in the win column. And before the ball game, well, Byron Buxton was announced as the winner of Major League Baseball's Player of the Month. Byron well, he goes back to some early struggles to find the pivot point in his career. 
Probably my 2018 season probably sparked that. Obviously, that didn't go the way I wanted it to, and I knew something had to change. So just went into what I need to do to make myself happy and make myself better as not just a player, but as a person. Once I mentally got myself right as a person, then the player started being a little bit more aggressive than being myself. Yeah, and himself, well, he's pretty good. Byron Buxton, great dad to his two boys. He and Lindsey have a growing family. He's happy at home. He's happy at the ballpark. He said getting to play ball, well, that's icing on the cake every day, and it shows in his play. This is a presentation the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Organizations and local residents chipped in millions of dollars to help build a brand new boys and girls club on the hill in 2019. First Security Bank of Detroit Lakes donated $25,000 to the cause. Celebrating Detroit Lakes' 150th anniversary. This moment of Detroit Lakes history is presented by DL Public Utilities. And in part by First Security Bank, calling Detroit Lakes home since 1990. American soybean farmers know how to get the most out of every acre. They have to. But huge ag corporations like Monsanto put farmers' livelihoods at risk with the dangerous products they sell. Dicamba Drift kills bean crops right here in Minnesota. Now farmers and rural communities are facing millions of acres of crop loss, The economic damage is staggering. But we can teach Monsanto a lesson and be made whole. By coming together and speaking with one voice, we can hold them accountable. If you've been affected by Dicamba, call 507-320-3229 or go to SoybeanSettlementNow.com and join us. That's SoybeanSettlementNow.com. Sarah Duffy of the Algren Law Office, 220 West Washington Avenue, Suite 105, Fergus Falls, Minnesota, 56537, is the attorney responsible for the content of this advertising. Cal Soderquist with your Wolves Minute. Well, another day of practice and preparation for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They played on Saturday, not back in action again until this coming Wednesday. Unfortunately, on Saturday, it was a loss, an overtime setback at the hands of the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion Williamson was dominant for big stretches of the game. 37 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. He had 7 points in the extra session, and a big reason why the Wolves saw their four-game winning streak snapped. Despite the loss, Timberwolves big man Carl Anthony Towns said there were still plenty of lessons to be learned. There's a lot to take away from today. I think that we again showed that we can do this. And we came out, got a double-digit lead, had it late. One of the things that's always costed us when, when we wasn't on a, on a winning streak, and it was our execution late that uh, cost us a little bit. But then also on the flip side, uh, we've had games where we don't deserve the win, and it's been the execution late that's won us the game. The game of basketball, you know, we gotta we gotta treat it with respect. Cal Soderquist on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked, endless worrying about college, cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Minnesota's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. 
and they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Minnesota Governor's Fishing Opener is coming to Ottertill County this year. Get your Lund Boat Raffle tickets today. A $20 ticket could put you in a brand new, well-equipped Lund 1875 Impact XS. Powered by a Mercury 150 horsepower four-stroke outboard worth almost $50,000. Get your Lund Boat Raffle tickets today at Lakeland General Store in Dunvilla and First National Bank, Battle Lake, Ottertail, and Henning. The drawing will be held at Thumper Pond Saturday, May 8th. Need not be present to win. Previously purchased tickets are still valid and will be included in the May 8th drawing. So Dr. Pui is the best of the best of the leukemia doctors at St. Jude. And we very quickly found out how much he loves his patients. One of our first visits with Dr. Pui, and he was kind of running through the protocol and naming off all the medications. And he said, but don't worry, you don't pay that. St. Jude pays that. Just to think like, and what if they didn't? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Detroit Lakes Weather. Here's your KDON weatherology forecast. Mostly sunny skies in store for today. We'll have highs working up into the lower 50s. Then for tonight, clouds in the increase dropping back to a low of 33. On your Wednesday, a chance for some rain showers there, high of 51. Clearing skies Wednesday night, low 30s. And for Thursday, just a slight chance for a spotty afternoon shower, otherwise partly sunny, 58. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Drew Brees has had an amazing career. What he did for the city of New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina was just amazing. The black mark, however, is every time you see him lift that Lombardi trophy in a Super Bowl promo, you have to remember... That what the Saints did to get him to hoist that Lombardi to add the Super Bowl MVP to his resume got his head coach, his GM, and a number of Saints players suspended. Weekdays at 9.30 and on demand at KDLMRadio.com. Thirteen forty, Katie Lemon Station. You can count on. Welcome back to the Katie Lemon Sports Wrap. It's Taco John's Taco Tuesday today. Don't forget ninety nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. Fun guest. We've got the new head football coach of the Detroit Lakes Laker football team joining us on the phone today. Coach Hefta. Good morning, and then congratulations on the new positions. Thank you, Hey Zeke. It's, uh, it's a pretty cool opportunity. Uh, really love. Uh, being able to be a part of Detroit Lakes football here for the last eight years. And uh, now it's, uh, it's fun to kind of take the reins and make the program where I want it to go. Yeah, let, let's talk about uh, your history with the program a little bit in case uh, there's some listeners out there who haven't met you and don't know your background. You've been with the team since 2013. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your high school days, your, your, your college football career, and what brought you to Detroit Lakes in the first place. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to grow up in a football household, uh, you know, Grew up in Underwood, North Dakota, north of Bismarck by about 45 minutes. And, uh, you know, kind of lived and breathed football since been a little kid. My dad played at uh, Mayville State when I, you know, before I was born. And then kind of that's always just been the big part of the family. And then, you know, had really good connections with my high school football coach, uh, Kevin Doctor. And so he kind of instilled that love of the game. And, you know, I've wanted to be a teacher and a coach since I've been about, you know, since I realized I couldn't play in the NFL, which was about... <laughs> You know, about fifth grade, yeah. but 
yeah, it's been one of those cool situations. Had a lot of success in high school. Was part of a you know, really successful high school team, and was lucky enough to get recruited at Concordia College in Moorhead. And uh, yeah, just was able to play defensive end there for three years, and had a lot of success. Built a lot of good relationships with coaches and you know former teammates. And you know, as uh, this time of year kind of rolled around back in 2013, was able to uh, get a job interview at the middle school here in town at Detroit Lakes with uh, Mike Sukert and Justin Hag and you know got in on the staff and met with coach Machenbacher at the time and you know kind of got it all into motion let's talk about the the coaches that you've been in touch with from from high school through your your time at, at Concordia as, as a defensive end and and the the tradition that you've you, you've helped build here in Detroit Lakes the last nine years you, you mentioned coaching for for Flint Machenbacher and you've worked with, with with a lot of guys that have that have left their fingerprints on this program uh, recently. Guys like like Verge Schneethorst and and Mike Labine, uh, Rob Nielsen. Uh, you we worked under Josh Oming for the last four years. Uh, for a first year head coach, you've got a, a pretty solid group of men uh, on that sideline with you. That's going to be good for a, for a first timer. Oh, absolutely. And that's you know the one thing is you know the advice that I've gotten from you know my high school coach, college coaches, um, you know my position coach Tony Reno and DGF. He's still a football coach there now. Uh, but the biggest thing is to know that you're, you know, you are you know an individual. But as the big thing, you have to know that you have so m- a wealth of knowledge all the way around you. And you know, don't go at this alone. You know, be you, but don't uh, don't be afraid to ask people for opinions and you know all that stuff. And I know that you know I'm. 29 years old. I know that I don't know everything, and it's uh, it's definitely fun to be able to ask those big questions from people you truly respect, like your Rob Nielsen's, your Josh Omings, given Flint a call, David Meyer, who's been here for a very long time in the school district as as well. You know, there's a wealth of knowledge to really learn and grow off of. Let's talk about the. Uh, we know the on-field tradition for the Lakers is is strong here. Let's talk about the off-field tradition and 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 some things that Josh Oming set in place was was the community service aspect of the guys being active and serving their community. Uh, what, what plans do you have in place for the guys this summer to continue that tradition that Josh set up? Awesome question. So the big thing with us is just knowing that, you know, we have a, a very distinct opportunity to be, a, you know, one of the highlight reels of this community. You know, we have to know that we you know, can directly impact and learn and grow and, you know, this is a cool opportunity for 100-plus young men to be, you know, to become young leaders and, uh, you know, being able to pay it forward in their community, to be a servant leader. And that's something where I've learned from Josh, you know, specifically. I've worked, you know, tried to be, you know, as, you know through uh, you know, learning as much as I possibly can through Josh. You know, he's been a huge influence on me and just knowing how, you know, being involved, practicing that servant leadership aspect where you're going out and you're not just saying you're doing things, but you're proving you're doing things. You're actually, you know, being there for people who, you know, need your help, who have done things for you. And that's one of those big things that we kind of, you know, oftentimes forget about sports is that, you know, we're influences on, you know, the youth in your community, you know, being present, being, you know, seen doing the right things. That's always a great opportunity. One question I've been hearing a lot is with Josh Oming transitioning from from the football program to the uh, the high school principal role in July, uh, is he still going to be on the staff, or just he he could be just like a, one of those phone call away kind of guys? Uh, as of right now, it's got to be one of those one call one phone call away things where you know he's we have our building project going on at the high school. Mm-hmm. He's building a you know building and continuing the growth of our culture here at the high school. You know, it's one of those things where 
you know, instead of him you know, having the impact of just a you know, hundred or so kids with in football, and you know, that's no easy task in itself. But now he's got you know, a pretty cool opportunity to you know influence forty plus staff and you know eight hundred and fifty kids. So he's he's got that going for him. But he's also you know again I call him probably every day or stop by his office and just ask those little questions. Yeah, it's huge to have that. Let's talk uh, on-field philosophy here. What changes, if any, do you want to uh, make to the offense and defense of the Lakers this year? You know, the one thing that I love about Laker football is we run the football, and that's something that we always want to continue the tradition of. And that's something that we're definitely going to keep going. You know, there's always little things that, you know, me personally that I see with my philosophy, but, you know, there's going to be, you know, little to no change in that regard of how we play physical how we, you know, run the ball, how we play, you know, awesome defense, and how we just give tremendous effort out on the field, you know, and play the right way. And that's something that I really, really look to continue, you know. Otherwise, you know, should be pretty similar. Uh, when do the offseason programs begin? I know there's, uh, there's a, lot of, uh, a lot of excitement starting this Laker football team right now. Yeah, so right now we have our uh, – we're getting our speed and strength program kind of lined up for this summer. You know, it's nice to get back into, you know, a normal year, you know, post-COVID. So, you know, we expect, you know, very good opportunities for our kids to be, you know, getting after it in the weight room, getting stronger, developing, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally here in the weight room. Uh, we have a couple camps that we're going to get dialed up and uh, get some uh, – some youth programs kind of going again for our kids just because, you know, we've been sitting in houses for years and have, you know, for a year now and haven't been able to go out and get moving. And that's something with, you know, football, especially this is something there's so many different skills we can work on. And the big thing is just getting a team built for all levels of children. So something where we can get some good summer programs ready for our kids. That'll be exciting to get going. Thoughts on the, the realignment coming this year? Because uh, a, a couple big opponents leaving uh, Section 8 foray. Uh, no more Wilmer, no more Grand Rapids. Uh, they're replaced by St. Cloud Apollo. And uh, a, a perennial state football contender every single year in the Becker Bulldogs. It's going to be a, be a tough road to state this year. Absolutely. And that's with you know, Section 4 8. It's always a tough conference. You know, we have you know, a lot of high-quality football teams. We've got, you know, Ricori, who's just been a buzz uh, these last couple of years, and you know Wilmer as well, where you know they've been in the state championship between the two of them. You know, arguably Ricori and Wilmer would have been battling again this year, mm-hmm. uh, but it's one of those things where we have just a tough, tough section, and it's uh, one of those things where you know we try to get out there and put our kids in the best situation to be successful, and you know we see from there. Coach Reed Hafter, the new head football coach of the Detroit Lakes Lakers. Uh, can't wait to see you on the, on the field this fall. Congratulations again, and uh, we'll hope for continued success for you and the Laker football program. Hey, thank you very much, Zeke. It's great to be here. Can't wait. It's finger looking good. Sweet, dude. All right, thanks again to head coach of the Laker football team, Reed Hefta, for joining us on the program today. If you missed any of that interview with Reed, it will be up momentarily online at kdlmradio.com. You can also subscribe to the KDLM Sports Wrap, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from, to listen as well. Here's what's coming up today for the Lakers. Well, last night, uh, DL Girls in action at Park Rapids, a 19-stroke win for the girls' varsity. They are off today. Boys Golf has a uh, an invite at the Detroit Country Club at 1 o'clock today. Boys just falling short in Fergus Falls yesterday. 
A, a name familiar to, to, to Pine to Palm followers, uh, Ian Simonich of Moorhead, six under at Pebble Lake in Fergus Falls yesterday. Lakers had uh, good scores from Lucas Justison, uh, Nip Topkin, Jake Green in the, the low to mid-70s. Lakers shoot a, a season low. But uh, Moorhead comes out on top of the Lakers. They're back in action today. Lakers are, like I said before, an invite at the Detroit Country Club. Girls softball has a doubleheader against Staples Modley. That game will be at uh, Staples Elementary School today. Boys tennis has a triangular against East Grand Forks. That game will be uh, up in East Grand Forks. And then on KD 11, 4 o'clock, Laker boys baseball in a, in a pretty big mid-state conference matchup. Doubleheader against the Staples Motley Cardinals. Cardinals are 3-3. Three and three. Lakers are 6-2. and two. Join Charlie for the pregame action right around 3.45 this afternoon. First pitch of the doubleheader at 4 o'clock. And when that's done, we're going to join Twins Baseball in progress. And a really good one scheduled for Target Field. A battle of unbeaten pitchers. Jay Happ is 2-0 with a 1.96 ERA. And then a guy who didn't get out of the first inning on his first ever opening day start, Kyle Gibson. He throws the ball for the Rangers tonight. Former twin. He's 3-0 with the 2.16 ERA. Love to see former twins, like, like especially a great guy like Kyle having success uh, away from the team. Twins baseball. First pitches at 640. We'll join Twins in progress after the Laker baseball doubleheader against Staples Motley tonight. That begins at 4 o'clock. You're in tune to KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Quick CBS news break, and then the classic hits will roll 